Are you awake? Have been. I'm sorry. Nothing to apologize for. Well, I'm sorry regardless. Okay. You know, I wasn't sure I'd see you again when you left me hanging. So melodramatic. It was only a few weeks. Don't tell me you missed me. A month. And miss is a strong word. It was more like a passing curiosity. So that's all I am. Just a curiosity? And here I thought we were something real. I mean, I, I can do real. Oh, no need to double back. I'm a big girl. I'm as comfortable with this little situation of ours as you are. She means that. You wonder who else she's seeing. Your face twitches, ignoring the thought burrowing itself inside your head. Yeah, me too. She gazes at you, her head cocking slightly. Pity written across her expression. Maybe resentment. Hard to tell with the veil of hair obscuring her eyes. Those eyes. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be difficult. I know how much you hate difficult people. You're not being difficult. No, not yet. I've been wanting to ask you something for a while, but I figured it'd be better to ask in person. You couldn't just call? Didn't you just say you wanted to see me? No, of course I do. It's just... Well, what is it? The moment your eyes meet, you know that's it. This is the closest you'll ever be to her again. Exactly one month from now, she drops off the face of the earth. No phone call, no text, no letter. You never see her again. Do you dream? Doesn't everyone? Well, maybe I should be more specific. Has anything stood out to you lately in your dreams? Anything odd? Don't tell her. You know better than to show her who you are, especially the dreams. They're the worst of you. No, nothing that I can remember, at least. Hmm, not the answer I was hoping for. You're almost making me doubt myself. Doubt. You're never sure where it started or if it was there all along. Doubt what? Have you been having trouble sleeping? If you have a lot going on, it would explain. Why I left? I mean... Ha! You're a true narcissist through and through. She's got you pegged. The statement hangs in the air. A few moments longer than it should. Don't worry. I get it. You've got a one-track mind. It's almost cute. No, you're right. It's not about me. But I'm listening now. Talk to me. Well, nothing is happening. I've just been having this feeling lately. Can't shake it, I guess. Well, what happened? Well, I had a dream before I left. Felt this way ever since then. Well, what happened, you know, in the dream? I drowned. Drowned? It didn't take long. The last thing I remember is watching my own body wash up on the beach, gray and cold, like a dead fish or seaweed. All these thoughts of death and stagnation. Maybe she hates you. 
That's, uh, that's morbid. Do you remember what happened? Not really, but I remember the feeling. Serenity. Or clarity. What a waste. What's the use of an answer when you can't remember the question? A washed-up dead woman hardly seems like an answer. I wouldn't be so quick to judge. Who knows? Maybe it is about you. Haven't been hiding any bitter jealousies, have you? Do I seem that attached? You pay attention. Makes you my favorite person. One of her favorites. What about you? What about me? You really don't dream? No. Uh, Yes. Sometimes. So you do, then? Everyone does, at some point, but they're not important. So you've said. But how do you know a dream doesn't matter if you can't even remember what happened? Because if it did, I'd remember. I barely remember, and I still drowned. You mean in the dream? The more I think about it, I'm not so sure. What's this about, really? I've had this thought bouncing around in my head, that maybe dreams can be more than they appear. And what's the sudden interest? It's this piece I've been working on. I can't put my finger on it, but something about it just seems uncanny. What about? House fires. Something opens inside you like a chasm and a wave of deja vu washes over you. You pull her closer to you, but somehow she seems further away than before. House fires. They've been happening everywhere lately. At first they thought it was just an early start to the wildfire season, but they were too localized, too intentional. Someone had to be behind it, but they couldn't find a trace. There had been a thing or two about it in the morning news, Random tragedies that became more insidious than anyone could have believed. Fifteen separate fires within a span of two weeks. All in the same ten-mile stretch. No known causes or witnesses. And not a trace left behind. Just ordinary houses on ordinary roads. Until they weren't. Sometimes I have dreams that don't belong to me. And last night, I had this dream, one I knew wasn't mine. It was full of pain and agony and fire. How could they not belong to you? I know how it sounds, but I also know how it felt. Foreign. I woke up and let it go, but then it happened. The fire I saw. It was one of them. One of the burnings. I... uh... I know I sound crazy, but there's something here, something alien, in my dreams, in yours, and even in the fires. I have to go, but I'll see you soon, and when I do, you had better remember. Remember what? That dream you're hiding. Don't worry, I won't press you too hard, for now. Her eyes hang onto your gaze, searching for something. Maybe someone. I have to be honest. I wish you'd just tell me. The sheets fall from her body as she goes to get dressed. It's 1,400 heartbeats before she's gone, and you feel every one. She knows. You turn over, the weight of her presence still in bed with you. 
About 15 minutes after she's gone, you find yourself wrapped in a winter coat and sneakers, disappearing into the dark of night. You lied to her. You always remember the dreams. How could you not? They're always the same, always with him. When you dream, you dream of fire. You're at the old apartment. Around you, cheap wallpaper is replaced by screaming columns of heat. Your chest burns hot with fever, and you can barely make out anything. It's all haze and fire and collapsing wood and there, a flash of silver in the heart of the inferno. As your gaze breaches the veil of smoke, a knot tightens in your chest. A metal man looks back, but he's barely a man, as much as he is a frame of spindly reflective limbs underneath a mass of fabric. Wiry, mangled hair hides a face plastered in rusting steel, the creases of his eyes like razors. His eyes were hollow gray discs, watching everything but the world around him. And what about you? He says quietly. You got something bad in your eyes, kid. Wait, me? How did you hear? Shh, we speak with our gaze here, says the man. Save your words for just causes and deaf ears. Besides, I know just what you need. He pulls a cigarette from his pocket, the tobacco lighting instantly in the heat. Look at you, strung out like a wounded animal. Let's put a little fire in your spirit. Flames envelope his clothes, a halo of combustion surrounding him like a saint. We're the same. Lost your heart sometime back. Made you hollow, but it made you strong too. Built to last. Stand in the fire, little tin man. You got nothing left to burn. The cigarette falls from his fingers, and in an instant, the man plastered in steel and copper disappears beneath a plume of fire, devoured. He used to haunt my dreams as a kid. Hadn't thought about him in years, but I guess he stuck with me. How'd it happen? What? The fire. How? I lived on welfare housing back then, in these leftover condos that never got finished. It was an accident waiting to happen. I went to sleep and woke up to everything in an orange haze. Haven't thought about it much since. Was anyone hurt, or...? I, I got out. Uh, I don't remember how. Anyways, uh, I got asthma for a while. And counseling. Do you any good? Some. Stopped the sleepwalking. And started doing it after the whole incident. But it's been a long time. Right. And that was it? That's it. Sorry to let you down. It's not much of a story. Hmm. I guess I see why you keep it close to the vest. A little heavy over breakfast. 
It's two in the morning. You call this breakfast? What? Past your bedtime? You know my schedule's off. The early reporter gets the worm. Besides, something told me you would be awake. Lucky guess. I didn't realize I'd be signing up for an interrogation either, Miss Reporter. I don't interrogate. I only ever have conversations. Although I have learned that that's what people tend to think when they've got something to hide. So tell me, what are you hiding in those dreams of yours? Look, I'm not sure what you're trying to get at, but there's no connection. Dreams are all fiction and half-truths. It's a waste putting stock in them. I'm not trying to get at anything. So worked up. We're just having a little banter is all. Are you really that against me picking your brain? Sorry, I'm just... sorry. Just been a long night. Hmm. Don't imagine it could have involved a bottle or two. Like I said, long night. Right. Fiction and truth. That's what you said, right? They're a little inseparable, though, aren't they? Shades of color all overlapped. Never quite one or the other. If that's how you want to see it, I mean, it makes sense coming from you. Meaning? You're a journalist. You have to parse through everything, right? The personalities, the lies. Sure, you try to be objective, but eventually it all just congeals. Things start to be exaggerated and makes a person paranoid. Wow. Didn't know you had such a high opinion of me. I don't mean it like that. It's just sometimes we tell ourselves stories so vivid that we begin to forget they're just that. Stories. Fantasy. That's a very flowery way to call me a liar. It's just been a while, and the first time I see you, it's this. Fascination with dreams again. I just feel like you must have a lot on your plate. Hmm. So not only are you an asshole, but you're also an expert on my supposed paranoia. Look, I didn't... I, I could say the same thing about you. I mean, all this talking about me, right? Uh, come on. You're really telling me there's nothing on your mind? Fine. I guess I've been having some... blocks with work. Ah, the fires. Again. Well, it's not like you took my mind off of things. Can you blame me? No, I guess not. It's still giving you trouble? Kicking and screaming all the way down. Thirteen more fires within a month, all with the same M.O. It's a scary thing. Makes the world a little darker. Feels like I'm starting to take it home with me. And still no leads on anyone? Nothing. No trace of arson or even accident. Not even a single witness, just normal houses. Stripped by flames in minutes, leaving ghosts in their place. Phantom pains. I lied. It did always eat at me, you know, what happened. They never did find out what started it. Or who. I'm sorry? It's never crossed your mind? Ah, uh, not often, no. I told you, it was a quieter spot than most. Just a handful of scrappy families, lone wolves, and empty pockets. Can't think of anyone that would have a reason. It fits, though, doesn't it? It makes more sense that someone had a reason to start it than not. Feels safer, too. Safer how, exactly? Well, no one likes uncertainty. Believing that everything can just go up in flames just by chance? I'd go insane. I'd rather believe in the boogeyman. 
At least I can put a name to it. I don't see much of a choice. Anything else is just... What? Ignorance? I wouldn't be so harsh. Well, then what would you call it? Look, not everything evil or bad needs a motive. Sometimes they just happen. They just are. And lying to ourselves is nothing more than protecting our ego. That's funny coming from you. Meaning what exactly? Just, you know, I guess you're the last person I'd imagine attempting to check their ego. <laughs> And there it is. I told you, she does hate you. I'm sorry. That came out a little off. I know what you meant. Can we talk? But aren't you? Aren't we? About us. I mean, about you. Feel that? Your heart rolling around your stomach? This won't end well. All right. Well, it's nothing bad. It, at least it doesn't have to be. I'm listening. I'll say it plain. We're changing, you and I. Not like we didn't know that before, but there's a distance in you. A distance, she says. Four feet away from you in the middle of the night, and she talks and talks about a goddamn distance. It, it's nothing we need to justify or explain away. It's no one's fault. It's just what it is. Which is what? I know how this might sound, but the dreams, no, not dreams, nightmares, I think they mean more than you're letting on. Something you're running from, holding you captive. I know how I sound, but... What is it about me? What is it that you need to interrogate? What I think shouldn't be something to be dissected, analyzed, like, like I'm hiding something. I told you, I don't interrogate. You're not? I can't. From where I'm standing, it looks like the only one hiding things is you. Do you know the things you say when you sleep? How easy it is to see the little lies you tell? Do you know that I see you for all you are? The neuroticism, the guilt, the shame. The walks you take at night when you think no one is looking. Walks? What do you mean, walks? We're past playing dumb. You're not as quiet as you think. Your shoes will be out of place. Your jacket just thrown anywhere. Do you think I'm seeing someone? <laughs> if you were only so lucky. But you do have some kind of karma working your way. Because I want to help. I value honesty. Trust. Even about parts we'd rather not let anyone see. Parts of us we're so afraid of, we'd rather pretend they don't exist. You're trying to see things that aren't there. Whatever version of me is running around your head, it is far from the mark. I can smell the booze on you when you come back. With that stupid grin on your face. Like you got away with something. And then you come near me and sometimes something else hits me. I told you that it's not... Sometimes you smell like fire. You hide things. Maybe more than you can know. But what I said about truths is the same for lies. They all start to blend. And sometimes they mix so well, they start to look like the truth. 
What is it you want me to do? It's not just something I can tell you. It has to be you. It has to. And if it doesn't? She's still smiling, but the look in her eyes says everything. I have to go. It's getting later and work calls. God knows what else has gone up in smoke. But we still have to... Okay. I'll see you again, right? You will. And I'm sorry if I made you feel like I don't believe in you because I do. Sometimes it just feels like you don't. The phantom of her kiss rests on your cheek as you watch her step into a taxi and speed off into the night. In your pocket, you fumble absently with a lighter, its metal cool to the touch. It's the third house on the block, an old Victorian that had been around for as long as anyone could remember. A porch with verdant steps lined with gold accents now only lead to a blackened wooden skeleton where a living room had once been. The fire had gone for hours, baptizing the home in cherry flickers of heat. It desperately licked at the roofs of nearby houses, ravenous for those nostalgic attics and walls that had bared witness to wonderful joys and terrible tragedies. As firemen attempted to keep those flames at bay, a small crowd had gathered outside of the burning. They gathered in the gutter across the street, filling the sidewalk like church pews. It was a silent vigil, not a word spoken, only the crackle of the bonfire filling the air. At the front of the procession, an elderly man crumbles to the ground weeping, searching for an answer. His hands moving across asphalt, trying to collect each particle of ash that covered the street, hoping that maybe, just maybe, he can put it together again. The rest of the crowd watched in silence as the frame of the house popped and crackled, no resolution to the old man's pleas. Soon, his angry cries gave way to haggard sobs. My palms felt cold and wet. You shouldn't have come here. You should have just forgotten. You know he's there even before you see him. He's waves at you from a window in the house, wrapped in fire, his teeth an oily black that reflected the pattern of the flames. You turn from him, and the blood rushes from your face. You thought you were dreaming when the smoke began to fill your lungs, but now, tell me, as you walk away from another one of your ghosts, do you still think you're dreaming? Leave a message after the tone. Hey, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a minute. Just wanted to check in and... I saw one of them burn. A few hours ago. I haven't been able to sleep. You wanted to talk? Hey, I, I didn't think you'd answer. Neither did I. This is silly. I I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wake you. You said you saw a house burning. A couple blocks down, a green one, gold lining. 
it's just a nightmare, right? You were drinking? I'm sorry. I see. I had a dream, too. About? It's one I've had before, but not in quite a long time. What happens? It's me and my mother at the beach. It's packed, and we're all walking along this long strip of asphalt. The sea of bodies just feels endless as we go along until I see her. A woman standing on an apple box, head and shoulders above the rest, frozen in place, completely still. She's the only one with a face. You're 13 years old again, and the world is closing in. The dial on the stove is turned slightly to the left, a whispered scream emanating from it, and your heart is beating faster than it ever has before. Her skin is painted in gold from head to toe. She feels distant, ethereal almost. The only thing that moves is her eyes. Gray, flat disks, questioning me, accusing me. You're 13 years old again. The room becomes engulfed in flames. It's blanketed by the scent of sulfur. It makes your head spin. In a moment, you exist in a separate reality entirely. A boy in a Schrodinger matchbox. Mom goes through her pockets and coughs up a few bucks. For a moment, nothing happens. And then, she collapses. Her shoulders bend and her face contorts. And in seconds, a weeping, trembling thing reads in agony where the woman once stood. You're 13 years old again. And you feel the end nipping at your heels. Your gaze falls to the doorway of the room and catches on a small glint of light. A metal hand reaching in from inside the room. Its fingers resting in the light switch. He's here. I thought she was dying. My legs feel like lead as we walk away from her. I looked back and she's still shaking, twitching like a fly caught in a web. The gray discs meet mine and I feel my heart beat faster and faster as I close my eyes and then I wake up. Usually I feel bad for her, for whatever she was weeping for, but tonight, tonight something hit me. You're 13 years old again. And just before everything begins to fade away, you swear you can hear someone cackling. It sounds like a car crash. And then, as the hand shifts and the world explodes, the voice asks a question. She was never crying. She was laughing. Always laughing. Aren't you tired of being this animal? What happened that night? I I just wanted to sleep. I, I just wanted it to stop. Is it too late for us to meet? No. I can go anywhere. That little dive near you, opposite the corner store on 5th? Yeah, I know the place. What's happening? I'm glad you listened. Now you know what's at stake. It's about what runs around inside us. And what happens when you cage them, until you let them go. I don't understand. You will. Be there in 15, all right? All right. I'll see you there. Okay. You know, I just realized something. 
her face. It was unrecognizable then, but now? It looked just like mine. Best not to keep her waiting. The witching hour is upon us. Time we meet our destiny, face to face. Face to face. Still with that round, sir? Yeah. I'm just waiting for a friend. Right. I'll be around. Lively for a hole in the wall. Full of people wasting away under ruby light, just like you. Hole in the... Was someone... Yet, unlike them, you're alone. The usual three empty glasses, your only companions. She should have been here by now. Oh, who said that? Damn it, who said? Tired of waiting? You. Me. You're just like I imagined way back when. Eyes like the devil. That's what you are? The devil? So crass. Don't be surprised to see my by the by. You knew this was coming. Did I? <laughs> you should have. I could smell you from a mile away. Kerosene and ash. The houses. You burnt them down? I was hoping we'd be past this. For once, can we cut the charades? I don't know what you're talking about. I should have been more clear then. You can't lie to me. After tonight, I thought you might finally be able to let go. And yet... I'm losing it. Sure, that's an angle. Or maybe we're all off the deep end. That makes it less lonely. You're him. From the man in the fire. Made of silver. Yes, very good. Though I can't say I've kept all my luster. Time's a fickle thing. But I find a way. I always survive. Just like you. We're nothing alike. You... It's been you, hasn't it? The burnings. It's always been you. Astute observation granted. But you're still missing something. Or maybe you're choosing to. I don't care. All I know is this. We both played a role, and I'm not going down alone. You've been here all this time. Why do I remember you? Why? Why me? Why did you? Of course. Don't tell me you thought you were still sane. You really are delusional. I don't know a damn thing you're talking about. This, this isn't real. This isn't me. So ready to shirk responsibility. Haven't grown up a bit. Played the victim well then, too. Almost as well as you played with, oh, well, uh... You get the picture. I... I don't know what... I don't know what you're talking about. You must be getting old to forget so much. Always trying to leave it all behind. Pain. Loss and guilt. Tell me, do you remember what you felt when you did it? I don't. I didn't. Don't hold out on me now. Not after all this time. What came to you? 
when you were turning the dial on that old burner, when the sickly sweet scent permeated the room, when you sat behind the door waiting for the end, at least until the flash. Stop talking. Please stop talking. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't. You know what I think? I think you were happy, believing that soon it'd be over. More than that, I think you haven't been happy since. Because despite all the hurt you caused, you'd do it all again, just to rest. I, I never wanted to hurt anyone. Everyone survived. But you did hurt them, change them. Things were lost in that fire that nothing ever brought back. Your parents' love, neighbors' homes, and children's futures. So many things just burnt away. It was just supposed to be me. It wasn't, though. You survived. But you never came back around to living, did you? No. You stayed in the dark. All those demons and vices kept under lock and key. But that cold, heartless truth, that couldn't stay silent. And suddenly, <coughs> suddenly you were hollow, burning homes to cauterize old wounds. A monster. It's impossible. I, I, I never, I couldn't have. She's not coming, is she? <laughs> one track mind indeed. I'm made of the past. No one can tell you of the future. But would you, if you were here? I need to go. I need to leave. I, I need to know. No. Why? I need to know why. Because we're metal that we're impervious, that sickness and heartbreak and fire mean nothing to us. Or that's the lie we tell, at least. Then what are we underneath it all? Well, if not that, then maybe we're houses, places where love and safety once lived. And then they didn't. And when we couldn't stand to look at ourselves anymore? We did what we've always done. Burnt the remains away. Cleared the board. <laughs> and let it all fade away. <laughs> ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. We last because ten men don't have hearts. And we laugh because that's the joke. I downed the last of my drink and pushed through the crowd toward the door. The smell of charcoal and the sound of crackling flame already filling my senses. I looked back, just once, to find no one there but an empty chair and a few empty glasses. A few hours later, the night became filled with black smoke. Sirens echoed throughout the city, and all I could feel was the hollow echo inside me and the heat of roaring flame against my cheek. 
as I looked down at my hands, covered in soot and oil, and underneath the layers of grime, a palm laden in bright silver. In the reflection, the tin man looked back at me, and he began to laugh. <laughs>